Straw Hut Media. Whoa. I know. I moved and I felt it. That is... I've only had like a third of the can. I've had like three quarters. All right. He's over here. Hey, buddy. Come on. Get your your bone, buddy. Whoa. Oh, my God. I look like a horrible. Well, we're not not doing video. But why are my eyes so little? From Straw Hut Media... This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Hey, Ray. Hey, Brandy. How are you? I'm pretty good. We're drinking psychedelic <laughs> water and it's just starting to hit us, guys. Um, so if this goes left, I apologize, but I definitely am very high. I feel. When I move quick, when I, when I move, yeah. I can feel my body just takes like a little bit of a delay. And I was already to, nervous for this interview because I used to stalk this girl, Lindsay. And you have, you have some history. Yeah, we shared some D. <laughs> yeah. And then I found out who she was. And then, so I kept on checking her Instagram and then she was in an Erica Jane. I'm like, this girl's taking over my life. And then I saw her on a plane and she went back to the... <laughs> business class and i was in first nice and then i felt like i won in a weird way but yeah at the same time when i saw her i got nervous and now we're drinking this stupid water so i'm gonna be an idiot are you gonna bring up all that stuff to her oh fuck yeah <laughs> without video i can talk shit to anyone <laughs> that's true this episode has no video Mm-mm. because brandy is in the middle of moving mm-hmm. and we actually don't have internet and we're using my hot spot. phone hotspot <laughs> and so we can't really rely Wish on luck. the video um but Let's get her on. Let's get her on. All right. That's so crazy. Hi. How are you? Thank you you so much for having me. I'm excited. Oh, my gosh. I When I found out you were going to be on my show, I was like, oh, my God, she stole my boyfriend. And I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) We got to go over the timeline. I think you. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. The first season. So we met after the first season. That's true. Um, the first season of, wait, wait, who else did you date? Uh, well, I hope, oh my God, you know what? We do have two boyfriends that <gasps> we have both gone out with. Shut up. Two? Yeah. I don't know. If, yes. I don't know if you know about the other one. Which one? Oh my God. Cause I've never told anyone about the other one. Wait, is his first name Mike or DJ? Neither. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I know. I mean, we have Callum, which everyone loves Callum. He's a babe, but wait, who, yeah. what's his name? Well, you know, for I went out briefly and we we weren't serious, but we went on a few dates before it crashed and burned. But I went on a few dates with Theo Vaughn. Oh, my God. We really do have a lot of people in common. <laughs> well, I mean. Isn't that crazy? That is so nuts. And what, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. So it's funny because when Callum came out here, like he's like, I'm coming out to see you. And then he met you at a party and I never saw him again. And I was, no, I know. I, we're still friends. I oh, love Oh, well, Callum. don't worry. No, no, no. Oh, God. I love yeah, Callum. Yeah, no, we're, I mean, like, Callum did the same thing to me. Oh, I uh, mean, we definitely did the same thing to me. So it's totally fine. He's a ladies' man, but he was very excited that you posted him on your Instagram because your Instagram, which I used <laughs> to stalk you, I really did. Because I was like, what the fuck, Callum? And I was like, kind of obsessed with them. And then I was looking at you. I'm like, she's perfect. Of course. Like, she's great. And then, so I was always oh, checking, so and then I saw a picture of Callum. I'm like, he is so obsessed with Instagram. He must be so happy right now because you have like 20,000 million <laughs> followers. Like, and so 
that's my story. Um, and then I saw you on a plane and you were, I was in first class and you went to business. And so I felt like I won somehow. Oh, <laughs> what? Where were we going? Are you sure it was me? Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure. Um, we were going to New York. I was, I told you I was stalking you a little bit because my, oh my, God, my heart it. was hurt a little. I definitely had a, a crush on that kid. I don't know why. You, well, we both know why. He's got a great dick. Well, well, we can we can kick his ass. Well, you know, Callum, I as you know, I mean, he's he really is a nice guy, but I tell I think he has a very avoidant attachment style. No, he does. He read run. He's book. a runner, right? Yeah, he's a runner. He's the wor- like probably the most severe of a person I've ever met. And I I told him I was like, you should really read this book, Attached. I think you would get a lot from it. And he definitely hasn't read it yet. And <laughs> yeah, no, but- <laughs> no I didn't. We'll, we'll both send him copies. But no, he's like we were doing a show together. He even tried to escape the house when you're not supposed to leave the house like he he was that scared and so when I saw him he was like okay you know I'm just in LA to like just be in LA I'm not here to see you and the whole time he was like I'm coming to see you and then it was just I mean I love that kid so much but yeah he definitely hurt my heart and then then well it is what it is but I mean we're all better off yeah all just being friends we can maybe have a fun totally agree (laughs) Totally agree. <laughs> so wait, tell me. So um, I feel like I'm like, oh, my God, Ryan, I know this girl. I feel like I used to stalk her and all these things. And I remember you were in Erica Jane's um, video. And then she yes. used to like your post, too. I'm like, this woman is taking over my life. Um, so, Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Isn't that? So now you know I used to stalk you. Now everyone knows I used to stalk you. And I never told anyone that before. But I'm drinking this psychedelic well, water right now. So I'm just sharing. Oh, yay. I love that. Well, you know what? It's so lu- I'm so lucky because I, I was such a Bravo fan. I live for reality TV. It's so entertaining. And I've I've kind of like weaseled my way into some ba- like I kind of weaseled my way into the you know, I got on I got an Erica Jane's video and I might have scammed my way under Vanderpump Rules in the background. <laughs> and, you know, I went to a Laker game with like Melissa Gorga and Joe. So oh as God. a fan, I've had so much fun. You know, because I'm, I just admire everyone, and I, I, I love being a fan. So I've no, really I'm a fan of all the I've shows too. I mean, I, I watch them from right? a different perspective, but I don't watch Vanderpump Rules because I don't like her. I hate her actually, so I don't watch that show. Oh. Plus, I think it's boring. Yeah, They're all true. like 75 now, and I don't really want to watch them have babies and stuff. Yeah, it's certainly changed. Yeah, I want to watch like young you know, people like get fucked up and like sleep with each other's boyfriends. We know. do need more of that. You know, I was thinking about you last night, actually, because obviously, because we we're doing this podcast today, but me and my girlfriend, we were, we were doing our full, uh, real housewives of Salt Lake breakdown. <gasps> yeah. So we were going through like, who do we love and what do we need? And we were talking about, we even talked about the real housewives of Beverly Hills. And you know what? Like whenever, I feel like whenever your season came on, I feel like the producers are missing this one amazing magical ticket for conflict. And that is just like, a smoking hot chick. Like, because I feel like when you came on the show, it wasn't even just like what, like your behavior, but you were a smoking, you know, you're smoking hot and that drives people crazy. Well, I think, and I feel like well, there's because not I was a lot sing- of that I think it was, on the show anymore. Because I was single. Cause like the girls are gorgeous on there. I think that maybe Erica, now that she's single is going to have like, that's going to be what this season coming up is going to be because I want to watch her Ooh. go on dates. I want to watch, her flirt I, you know i want to see that like it's boring because every, like dorit's gorgeous but her husband she's with pk and like no one wants to watch i personally don't want to watch that 
Um, but the Salt Lake girls, I'm kind of obsessed with how much money they spend on their fucking clothes. Right. Who's your favorite? I'm dying to know. Okay. Um, I thought I liked Heather the best, but I like the other blonde like that likes to strip. I like I like fun girls. I don't like mean girls. I don't I don't deal with mean girls. I don't Ooh. like I'm a girl's girl. Like all my friends are pretty and I feel like I like pretty people. I have to look at them too. And if you're like right. you know what I mean? I just I don't like when girls are Well, like, you're used to that too. You're so you I'm sure you're used to people being, you know, so cruel to you because you're so pretty. I mean, just look at your history. You know, a lot of women don't have that. Like they didn't they haven't been dealing with years of hate way before the shows and stuff, which you did. So I don't know because so pretty, pretty people, you know, pretty people have a privilege, but they also have a curse. Yeah, well, it sucks to be to get older. I'll tell you that. Like the, that's the curse of pretty people. You get it when you're young. But oh my as god! You get older. It's like I see why like Kim Basinger doesn't leave the house anymore. Like I, I that's gonna be me. That's why I just moved back to Calabastard to die. <laughs> No, yeah, stop that. I swear. That's really like I, my kids are out here. They have sports and shit out here. So I'm like, you know what? Might as well just go back to the scene of the crime and get a cute little house and have some grass and get out of Sherman Oaks and come here. Die. I told Ryan, I'm like, it's great. I'm going back to die. Go back to the scene of the crime. No, no but no, I Don't do like, like who's that. your favorite on Salt Lake? You know, I know. She's controversial, but I love Lisa Barlow. Oh, she's such a bitch. She, she's such a – she doesn't give a fuck. I kind of love her. I do. I, You know, I really like her ambition. She, she seems very busy. What? She yeah. seems like not only is she doing the tequila and the publicity and the, the kids' uh, shampoos and stuff, but she's also – she seems like she's kind of scripting the show too. She's shady. So I'm, I'm going to tell you. I admire her busyness. Well, you are you have a million things in your restaurants. I know all about you. I feel like such a stalker right now, but I'm really happy that we're talking. But I Me think too. that Lisa all of a sudden is best friends with Jen Shaw. Where now Jen's like might be going to jail. Where did that come from? Yeah. I feel like Jen might have some blackmail on Lisa. So Lisa's like trying to cover her tracks and has to be close with Jen because Lisa knows that Jen might be doing something or what's your face might be doing something a little shady too. Ooh, maybe so. I don't get that vibes. I just, I just feel the vibes. I feel like, I feel like Jen kind of, she must've felt like a wounded puppy kind of last season. And I think Lisa, although she might be a little bit bitchy, I don't want to say calculated, but maybe organized, you know, she might be well organized. She's a bitch. Um, I mean, but we can agree to disagree. Yeah. No, I think she's organized, but I do think she seems like a, a warm person with a warm heart. I actually really love all of them. I think they're so entertaining to watch. I think Mary's very interesting. I just oh my god, she's everything to me. Them, I love Mary. It, like I could just watch her like throw her cousin under the bus. He's the worst contractor. I'm like, you realize that's your cousin? Like, <laughs> and she farted on camera. I know she goes, oh, that like, smells. This is amazing. She is everything to me. Like she is the best. I I cannot wait. To see what comes out of her mouth. And she's like, ooh, I don't like my husband. I'm like, you know you're saying that on national television. I know. It makes me want to go to Utah. Because everyone seems like they have a very long story and a very wild story. And I'm like, what is going on in Utah? I need to go. I know. You know, I've never been to that. They have that film festival every year. And I... I don't know. I feel like crowds give me, I'm really getting old, Ryan. Crowds give me anxiety now. I'm like, mm, I'll just stay home. Um, no, but it does seem fabulous. I just don't know where all of their money comes from. 
that's what I wanted. Like their outfits for the day, like Meredith walks around with her half shirt and she's like, you know, <laughs> and Gucci, like middle of the day, like, what are you doing, lady? And I, I like her, but her voice, I want to kill myself when she talks. It's- oh, I love it. It's so specific. It's, I just, and she just looks so beautiful. All I could watch in the last episode was her orange um, eyeshadow. I was like, whoever applied this eyeshadow, my God, like they're, it's just the level. It's so interesting because you remember when the Housewives wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't like so this. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't yeah, until Erica. Like Erica life. changed the game for all of the Housewives. Like she came in. Yes. She had her glam team. And that was her thing. And I liked that that was her thing. And now with everyone doing it, I'm kind of like, I don't want to watch people getting ready anymore. So, yeah. you know, I feel like it's kind of become that is what Housewives is now. You get a stylist. You get plastic surgery. You get a glam team. And you're not interesting. But. The girls in Utah, you know, they're I find that they're very interesting to me. I don't I don't know why. I just I think that the ensemble together is great. I like to not like someone. That's why I don't like Lisa. And I don't like Jen yeah. either, but I think she's crazy, actually. But I, I like to not like them. So That's fun. And I love them all. I love the bad guys, the good guys. But that's because I'm a fan. So I just I'm thankful for all of them. But you know what I miss? I wish they would um Back in the day, you remember they used to do the price tags of everything. Back when it was less styled and more real, people would go shopping. Oh, yes. And they would put and like, the oh, little they the on the bottom. That's $1,200 walking out of Gucci. Yeah, no, that was fun. Because you know why? And the restaurant bills. I know, but they're not doing that because they're, these bitches aren't paying for that stuff. Like, they're not. They're getting a stylist to come in and paying like a stylist maybe ten grand a month. You know, they're wearing the shit once and giving it back. And so I feel like they can't really do that anymore because of that yeah so produced all right so tell me so would you do a housewife show kind of because i feel like you could shake it up god you know i it's so interesting i've done i filmed four different reality show pilots and i hope that's not a testament to me sucking at them but you know they never went anywhere and they had they were amazing concepts huge networks um big 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 ideas behind them and nothing ever came of them and now I'm at the point in my life where I'm kind of like, maybe I dodged a bullet. Not that I don't adore reality stars. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's not the time. to. It's really not the time. I just did a reality show, actually. But it's not the time that you want to be on reality TV saying stupid shit with this cancel culture. Yeah. It's a little frightening. I would, you know. I, I don't know if I have the, the thick skin yet. Like, I really yeah. don't. And I thought I did. But, you know, when I look at it, I'm like, I'm not sure that I have the thick skin. And luckily, thank God, my business has kind of done well and I'm in a, um, a great position in life. And I'm like, I don't really need that kind. And if I can hold out and maybe get my ass in a real movie, you know, that yeah, would be no, cool. I mean, you've done, you've worked in- a lot. I mean, you've been in a lot of different things and I mean, I feel like what's that next? Do you want to get married? Like, do you want to have kids or is, no, because <laughs> I, I don't mean, so, your man. body is your business. Like your Instagram alone, yeah. you could probably make a gazillion dollars, like one post, and you're you're set for the month, you know. So what happens when that is is what's the next chapter? Well, I love that the good thing about making money is you can hire an, an advisor, and so you can start investing that money. So the way that I've you know invested in Sugar Taco, my restaurants, um, I've also been a little bit smart about other investments that I've made. And I think as I grow older. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to invest in things that I believe in and things that I love. Like I would love to 
produce a film one day. And I have no business saying that right now because I'm just learning how. I've just really gotten some opportunity acting this year. So I have two films in post-production and a recurring role on a series. And I just see like in the next 10 years, I would love to, I would love to find a way to tell stories and right. not just be in them. Yes, I'm the same. I, think that's I want how to be behind history. the camera. I'm the, I'm the same yeah. though. Like I'm constantly writing up ideas and pitching, you know, ideas for new shows because like it gets exhausting being in front of the camera and it is, people don't realize like when you're not playing a part and you're, you're you, it's a, it's like you said, you have to have a thick skin. You have people yeah. you know, coming for you as a human, not like you're an actor. Yeah. Like that would be easy if I was playing a part, but no, I'm, you know, people are saying, oh, you're a horrible person. You're a horrible mom, you know, whatever it is, that's difficult. So I would actually like to do something more positive and be behind the camera too. Maybe we could do something together. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Oh, I'd love that. And I think it's really important because I know that you're, you know, you say that, you know, growing older is stressful. Well, you know, it is. one of the reasons it is, it's because we're not represented kindly or fairly or mm -hmm. accurately on television and in film and movies. And I feel like it would be good to, to start making movies from a woman's perspective and from, you know, different, different looks, the, the, you know, the supermodel who's now 60 or, right. you know, someone who's been 300 pounds their entire life, but just representation of women, you know, from different perspectives would be kind of my dream come true. So I've loved using my tits to my advantage up until now. Right. I'm going to use it until I can't, but I definitely have my sights set on a bigger picture. It's just, I'm kind of in that learning phase where it's like, okay, how do I, how do I get there? No, but, but you're, I, I mean, you're right. I like, I'll get there. You know, every movie you go to, it's like the man has got this new 25 year old wife. And I'm like, oh, that's yeah. kind of crazy. But in this it's town, kind of what's adjacent? Yeah, it too. is. And also, but in this town, like what people say that housewives is um, bad. I'm like, well, listen, it's not toxic TV because, you know, it's mm -hmm. the only thing that celebrates middle aged women at a point in their 100%. life. 100%. Like, and if, yes. if it's toxic, it's because that person's making it toxic for them. But I mean, no nothing else is out there going, oh, you know, let's put this 45 year old in a movie. It's not, there's no representation for anyone in my age group or in that age group. And so Housewives has been a great platform. So when people say it's horrible, like, why would you ever do that? I'm like, well, what, what else, did, what other choice did I have? Do you know what I mean? Like, what else was I going to um, do? Because I was no, modeling you're so on and, money. That, and that quit at 20, you know, you're, you can model till you're 30 and then mm -hmm. you have your kids and then listen, you know, what else do you do? It's, and then even with Sports Illustrated, I find, you know, they're like, oh, they're putting curvier women in and women over 50. I go, what about the women between 35 and 50? Why are we not celebrating, you know, the middle-aged mom? Why are we not seeing that in the movie Married to the Handsome Guy? It's frustrating. Yeah. But I feel like you're onto something. It's so true. Like with that, like wanting to represent so. like every woman from like every age, every perspective, because it is, you know, like you said, like being pretty, it's, it's a... It's a, what do you call it? I'm high as a fucking kite right now. It's, um, <laughs> I'm drinking you this. Tell. I'm drinking the psychedelic water, but it's a, it's a curse and a blessing. It is, you know, you, yeah. you have it. It goes away. I tell my kids all the time because they're very handsome and they fucking know it and it's annoying, but they'll like check <laughs> themselves out and I'm like, looks fade. <laughs> no, but you know, cause I want them to be confident, but not cocky because yeah. It's just important to me that, you know, they, they know if the inside doesn't match the outside, then the outside doesn't matter. <sighs> so Ryan. true. 
Um, it's so true. And it's so interesting. When I first, you know, I grew up in Louisiana. And so Louisiana, I had never seen a rich person, to be honest. I never saw glam. I never really saw diamonds and stuff like that. I didn't know nice cars and I never knew labels or designers and stuff. And so I will never forget. I was in my shitty apartment in college flipping through my free cable and it was on Bravo and it was the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion and Teresa Giudice was in the green dress. And that was the first time in my entire life that I'd seen a woman around 40 or, you know, yeah. at an older age. Were there her and the exact not, and not age? Even, and, and not even, not even an older age, just right. a very young age, you know? But it was the first time I had seen um, an adult woman on TV looking stunning. And that and that was my that was the first time I ever watched The Housewives. And it might and a lot of people, you know, they know that they tune in for the fights and all of this. But, you know, it, it, you're exactly right. It's showing, that you know, life the goes beauty on. Of yeah, women, the lives. exactly. It is. It is bizarre. I mean, I get age shamed, especially on TikTok um, for being a 30 year old. And I'm like, I don't. You know, I don't care what you guys think. I feel like a fucking baby. You are I'm, a baby. I, like, I, I cannot. Yeah, I'm I, like a baby. Stop I'm like, it. Yeah, no, you're a baby. I can't. I can't. I don't understand why people have to find things to say that's negative. Why not celebrate every size, every age? Every. It's just. I don't get it. Why are people so negative? You know, it's unfortunately when when misogyny exists mm-hmm. on this planet right and women also become internalized misogynists and so yep. in a misogynistic society we say women's value is determined by their appeal to a man right and so other women when they see that someone has gotten that appeal that's when they start the disclaimers they go oh well she's 30 that means she's washed up and old because by the time you reach that level of beauty that, that the world has craved they got to have something to write it off because that would be too much power. So now it's become, oh, you're too old. Now you're 30. You're, you probably are financially free and you look attractive enough. Well, that's too old. Or, you know, if you're blonde and stunning, well, you must be stupid as shit. Right, exactly. You know, they make up these disclaimers to keep us from being powerful. There's not a single woman who is ever going to be good enough on this planet. And and that's the way that they do it. So it's just... It's, it's unfortunate because also, you know, and it, it is true. You're right. You, We start to think we have an expiration date because of these idiots that are out there saying mm-hmm. it. And then when you're saying it, you're hearing it enough, you start to b- internalize and believe it. And then you're right. We're, we're mm-hmm. becoming misogynist. But, you know, obviously we're not wanting to be, but it is just society. It's television. It's the movies. It's everything we watch telling us we have to be young, perky with a giant ass now, which is yeah. crazy. Stop. And impossible like, to achieve. I know. It's, it's in... Same. I don't even, my kids are like, you don't even have a butt. I'm like, shut, I like my butt. It's cute. It's small. But what's going to, it's just like all of these things that we're supposed to be, it's just too much to put on women in general. And I, I feel like getting back to like just the housewives and everything that allows us to go and be our best self. And if we want to be an asshole, listen, I can be an asshole, but I'm a fun asshole. Like I'm a fun drunk. It is what it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, like I just feel I don't know what I was gonna say just now. <laughs> oh my God, I, I liked where you were going. I liked what, it. What, I what do you like, think it was? <laughs> I don't know, but I totally agree. I feel like when you stand up to bullies, I feel like I feel like that's when all bets are off. Like if someone needs you to get nasty so that they stop being a bully, I think that's totally warranted and fair. Yeah, I think as a whole, women, we would be so it would be so beneficial to us 
to instead of start thinking like, oh, well, let me let me ridicule someone to prove that she's not as great or let me do this. We should start actually thinking like, you know what? That behavior is beneath me. I am yeah. too good of a of a being. A human. To, yeah. To mock someone. Yeah. I'm too that's literally that behavior is actually beneath me. Like I'm such yeah. a valuable, intellectual, amazing, complex, multifaceted person that I would never why would I ever care about your shoes? Why would I ever <laughs> care about your weight? That is beneath me. That's beneath my level of thinking. So anyone who's still doing that shit, I just think you really gotta you really gotta give yourself more credit because this should be beneath you. Yeah, it's an inside job. I really think that these people that are, you know, I always say like, it's a mental health situation. If you're, if you're like a mother, like I see like people on Twitter, I don't even, I pay people to do all my shit for me anymore. I don't do anything. It's just, I really don't. Oh, fun. It is. I've actually paid my son and this girl Tish and Jez, but it's just, it's not, I got to a point where it was just so unhealthy to read negativity that it was like, it was you know, hurting my soul and, and affecting my mood, affecting me as a person and as a mother. Like I was, you know, I, every little thing, it was like, oh, okay, I'm old, I'm plastic. You don't, you don't pay attention to the positive shit, but all of the negative stuff, it right. really, it was impactful for me. And so I'm at this great place now where I don't look at it anymore, but I know it exists. And I'll have a friend say, I'm really sorry that, yeah. that, that happened. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Why are you telling me that somebody said this? And then I'll know, but it's just not healthy. And I think that if we as women, like I'll see, you know, someone on Twitter as a mother going after my looks or something like that, I'm like, how are you to your child? Like that is your most important job is raising your children, you know, being a good human being. If you're thinking that hateful thought and you're able to say that, I wonder what you're like as a mom. Do you know what I mean? Like, what? Yeah, I can't imagine. It's it's just shocking to me. And I think and over COVID, it got even worse because everyone was sitting at home and everyone was like anxious and depressed. And the hate just really yes. like went rampant. Like to say you're old because you're 30, I, I want to punch someone in the face. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah, and you know what? It makes you think, you know, we see these certain celebrities that'll that'll age, you know, into their late 40s and 50s and 60s and still date teenagers or maybe people up to 25. And, you know, as a society, I feel like we're all very clear that like everyone hates pedophiles and pedophilia is the most disgusting act on the planet it, and all yes. this stuff. But then the age of adolescence, you know, legally 18 might be an adult, but scientifically yeah. the brain isn't fully developed until 25. Yes, exactly. And so if we're just, so our moral code isn't very, very pretty. If we're saying, oh, that 18 cutoff, that makes someone, an that adult, makes someone right. a crime. But then all this other stuff is like glorified. It's actually pretty disgusting. Right. And it just, I really think that there are some, um, there are some solid questions to ask on the planet. And the good news is as women, like if we get all kind of, mobilize i think mobilization is is the biggest thing that women really we, we can improve on I, I always say like yes the guys we, have we a, need to like they, the same team we need a ho code like they have brought like guys have a bro code they stick together they have each other's back they, like no matter what girls it's yeah. like every person for themselves not like i have a solid group of friends that yeah you know my group and i trust them has gotten smaller with time because somebody you know will it's just, you don't, you just, as you get older, sometimes your group tends to get smaller, but million percent. I, I just feel like I know, and I say Hoko, but these girls will have my back. Like I was moving, my girlfriend, Kristen came over with beers and pizza and was like, okay, what are we doing? And I was like, 
And I told her not to because I don't, you know, I don't want to, I don't ask people for help very often. And it's a very big problem with me. I always just think I'll mm-hmm. do it myself, which is my friends all like, you need to like let people help you. And I'm like, no, but this is my group of friends now. But in general, I don't see that many people with a group like this. And I'm like, you guys know, like you're so so right. If we could immobilize, we could be so Mm -hmm. unstoppable if we could just get out of each other's way. Like Kristen called, she's like, you know, I'm like, come to my closet. She has to do something. She's an influencer. She said, I'm like, come get whatever you want. Like I would, and then she got like a paid post and she's like you should get this and she got me a paper you know what i mean like we really yeah like, good. yeah no that's the girl that i love but unfortunately people especially like unfortunately on housewives when you you know these people that you watch it's almost like if they could just be i don't know like just better better at being women like better humans like just realize that we're not here to tear each other down and we can ha- i get i pretty much have had an argument with all of my good friends but they're not dead to me like we argue it's a relationship we're not going to always agree we're not going to always get along but we have to make up because i love you do you know what i mean so i feel like yeah. a lot of people will argue and they quit the friendship i'm just it's not how i i rock i just i feel like women really just we need to realize like we you and I we need to realize how much more powerful we are together I completely agree well tell me I think that we could do a lot more we really could this world. tell me about and your I new think, podcast though you know women my new podcast so I have I've done my podcast eyes up here it's just I was actually a guest on a lot of podcasts and people really enjoyed hearing kind of my the thoughts behind my photos and it worked out. And so I started producing a podcast myself and I would just talk to interesting guests and I'd really cover topics like this. I talk about things that affect the world and how they relate to me personally. And I, so before the pandemic, I was like, okay, I'm ready to have a partner. Like I'm ready for a company to kind of help me do this because I was managing a million things at once. Yeah, you're busy. And then the pandemic happened. Right. And I had a contract on my lap and it was like 40 episodes and I was like well let me make sure I can commit to 40 episodes so over the pandemic I produced you know an amount a season myself and I was like okay now I'm ready and then this year happened and I got I started filming some movies and I moved into my new house which as you know is like a ton of fucking oh work. my god and so now it's coming back so I have a few episodes done and it's gonna be beautiful but yeah it's just gonna be kind of conversations like this where I talk about Honestly, the change that I want to see in the world through all the bullshit I see during it now. You know, it's, it's, it's you don't, I think that people don't realize because you are such a beautiful woman and they don't want to, they don't want to know that you're smart. It's like they want to dismiss you because oh, yeah. you're so beautiful and God forbid you're intellectual too. And I get this a lot. Like people will say, you're actually smart. I'm like, and fuck you. <laughs> we need to get rid of that actual right? word because that is so demeaning. I mean, who it's says bizarre. you can't be attractive and be smart? It's just so shocking to me. But like listening to you talk, you're clearly so smart and well read. And and I think it's important to show that just because we have, we're TNA and we put it out there doesn't mean that we're idiots. And we do have something to say. And I think that this is going to be really good for you. I hope so. Whoa! 
And I think it's so ironic because, you know, the stereotype, especially it's like, you know, blonde hair and beauty must mean you're stupid. And you kind of and we kind of have to fight the stereotype. And it's like, you mean to tell me that I have to explain to someone who thinks a hair color affects yeah. intellect? Like I, I have to I have to argue that like the the problem in itself is so uh, asinine. It's so and I'm ridiculous. Just like, OK, but. But I think it, but it's true. And I really think that's why I enjoy the podcast so much because I do feel I have a unique perspective. And it's not just that I'm kind of, you know, that I'm a hottie who's also a thinker, but it's, you know, I, I grew up in first generation middle class. Yeah. So my parents' parents were very poor, you know, welfare, trailer, that kind of thing. And I grew up in the most, the second most impoverished state in the nation. And then I drove to California after I finished college with a scholarship. And then I had three grand wow. and I've kind of navigated the Hollywood world in an interesting way. And so a lot of people in their lifetime aren't going to see the trailer and the billionaire's house. No, and they're that's not going to be able to mingle with, right. Yes. And they're not going to mingle with, you know, extremely conservative people and extremely liberal people and also completely influential people and people who have nothing. And I feel like that makes that is a that's the power that I really want to use because I think it's a good thing. But because I think I was talking about this with my friend last night. Um, so we grew up, I grew up in a very poor, um, my parents, you know, my mom was a housekeeper. My dad worked at a grocery store. We lived in the ghetto. We, you know, we lived, we, we had a lot of gang violence, the Crips and the Bloods. And so I grew up, then I started modeling. I'm making my own money. I was, then I married an actor. He was, you know, for me, he was rich. Like I had never really experienced anything. So then I got a divorce and went back to like, where's my next paycheck coming from? So I feel like it's, it is a perspective that not a lot of people have, especially in this town. Um, and mm -hmm. it's really, I said to my friend, I and mean, I moved into a nicer, um, house just now. And I said, it's, it's interesting to have, it's harder to have had it and lost it than I would rather Ooh. never have had it at all. To be honest, is that weird? Am I yeah. making any sense right now? No, that makes total 100% sense. But then, but my kids are so well-rounded because they see me struggle. They saw, they've seen me struggle, like, like stressing, you know, clipping coupons. Like, I'm not joking, like struggle. They're like, oh, we'll get it at my dad's. But they appreciate the value of a dollar so much that they know, like, there's like a lot of kids that come from people that have been on TV or anything like that. Like we say celebrity kids. They have zero perspective. And I let them know that we can't get this this month because I can't afford it. And so they're out there, you know, we had a, a settlement from a lawsuit and they each got like $10,000. And so I'm watching Mason spend it and he's so, like, he's so smart and so good. And for me, I would have just spent it all in my purse. Like, no, I'm kidding. I mean, but like, <laughs> that's what these rich kids do. They don't even know. Like, if I go to their school yeah. and they're walking around with like, like Gucci down. I'm just like, Jesus, they don't even realize how much all that shit costs. So I mean, it's so true. It's so true. I have a one of my group of friends in LA. It's actually not like, it's not like super sexy um, internet models and stuff like that. It's actually, I, I made friends with a lot of trust fund kids, mm. but that are pretty down to earth, which is very shocking. But it, it's, um, I have a group of friends and they, they grew up here and it's very interesting the way they think about money because we come from a scarcity background where it's like, you know, there's a small, you know, it's yeah. not a, there's not an indefinite amount. Like we have to be careful with how we spend and money doesn't grow on trees. And we heard stuff like that growing yeah. up. And here the, the 
the framing of money is completely different. And it's funny just from a psychological perspective how the kids here, they're better with money because they don't fear money the way that we did. And so I've had to actually unlearn some negative feelings that I had toward money that I didn't know I had. And it's just funny the way kids who have grown up here with so much abundance, they'll actually end up on top and they they become even more successful because that's how they view yeah. money. They view money as something that is cyclical and always comes back. Right. And, and it's very funny how the way the brain, the brain really shapes what happens to oh, us. So the so way powerful. we think about money. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I read this book. It's The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. I'm not plugging it or anything. They don't pay me. But it was, um, it really changed how I viewed money. And I think that that Hopefully those tools will set me up for, you know, a better relationship from the rest of my life. But no, I yeah, think the it will. I mean, I think that you're right. Like when I, like when you fear, fear is so powerful and you can actually make things happen negatively to, to you monetarily. What, what Ryan? Oh, sorry. Um, no, you're so, you're so smart. Like I no, but no, I, I just moved to this new house. <laughs> I don't really know how I'm paying for it, but I just know that it's going to work out. And I've, I've not had this mindset during COVID. I went into a deep, dark, depressed, like, oh my God, we're all going to die. Like, you know, yeah. and now I'm like, you know what? Life is short. I'm going to get out there. I'm just going to pay it forward and do work hard and I'm going to survive and I'll be fine. But yeah, it's but for a long time. I didn't have that mindset and I was, I wasn't doing well. And so you're so right on the money, on the money. Get it? Huh? Right on the money. It's there. tough. It's like, one, um, there was a, a period in my life where I had this deal on Instagram and I was paid pretty well. And I always was concerned that I would lose the deal because I didn't deserve it. I was like, I don't deserve this. Like it just didn't feel right. And so every time I would have that negative thought, I actually added like five grand to the total. And I was like, no, you actually deserve this. And which I just kind of like started coaching my brain to say, no, you deserve way more. Like I was just trying to flip my negative thoughts into something way different. And even when I went to buy my house, you know, I had no business putting a nice house on my vision board the year that I did. Like I was not making any money. I had no money. And I was like, you know, I really want a house. I looked up how much the nice houses, yeah. that price where they started being livable. Because in LA, it's, it's crazy. It's not cheap. No. Yeah. So I put down that price and I put down a date. You know, I want to be moved into this house at this price by this date. I had no business thinking it. But I was so obsessed with this house, this price, this date, that the universe ended up working out for me. Ugh. So I, I just yeah. think the power of the mind. I mean, the vision board, it works. That shit works. There's a reason why all these successful people tell you tell it to us in books and stuff because it's true. It really it is, is magic and it really does work. It is. And if you feel something like I said, I'm like my friend Ryan who's listening to me right now, I'm very high, but said, he's like, you're moving? I'm like, yeah. And he's, I just, it came across my brain one day and I was like, I have to leave this place. Like, it's not healthy for me to be here. I need to, I need to go. And I just, he's like, where the fuck did that come from? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I just know that it's time. And I, then I left and I don't have internet for like four days and I want to kill myself, <laughs> but, um, not myself. I don't want to kill myself, but Ryan's telling me I have to wrap it up, but I could talk to you all day. I think that you're not only beautiful and smart. But you're really on to something with us mobilizing. We're going to be a she army. I am so down. And if you're ever if you're ever bored of being out there, you can come over and we can girl talk and talk shit. I would love that. Great. We could watch Housewives <laughs> and I can be like, oh, she's a bitch. And you can be positive and I'll be negative. 
Oh my God, I'm so Just down. about people on TV. Well, like if I knew them in real life, I probably wouldn't say those things because it's just their characters to me on a show. Like the ones I know, right. I'm like, actually they're showing highlights of bad behavior, blah, 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 blah. Don't, don't hate them. So I'm sure they're lovely in real life, but it's just, a million I'm a viewer. I think, me too. I think more importantly, you guys get together. You're very loud on my You get together head. and you start working on your next feature film. Yes. Oh, hell yeah. Let's do it. We'll make Callum act in it. We'll make Callum help yes. it too. Oh, <laughs> I miss that kid. We should we should both text him. Um, all right. So um, well, thank you so much for being here. I mean, I'm sure you're already are all following her because she's got millions of people following her. And she's beautiful, smart, and everything. And I just am... Glad that you were in business class and I was in first that one time. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad I was too. And I can't <laughs> wait till we meet again. I know. Next time we'll do it. Um, when I get internet, we'll do it um, video. Or I'll come. I ha- like, I'll just come yeah. to your house. Yeah. Yeah. Come do mine. It'll be cute. Okay. Perfect. All right. Have a good day. It'll be cute. You too. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Well, okay, so now everyone knows I stalked her. Well, when you see her on her Instagram, she's very stalkable. She is very stalkable. Yeah. I scrolled through yeah. before it's the interview insane. and just like, she's got giant boobs. Yeah, I like them. <laughs> I think they work. That's why it's a, I think that's why her podcast is called Eyes Up Here. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh, you think, Ryan? <laughs> Whatever, you're high. <laughs> you're right, I am. But her eyes are gorgeous too. Like everything about her is kind of perfect. And now she's, I think she might be smarter than me. <laughs> she's really smart. Yeah. She's really smart. And she's very smart. I think you guys should collaborate. She's powerful. You should collaborate together. I'm going to. She lives in LA, right? Yeah. She just bought a house. I know. I'm, I just I'm didn't, actually going to do a vision board because. You should. I'm Because I really, I, I think she's 100% right. I'm going to, I'm going to read that book. She said, but don't say uh, it because we don't want to promote it because she's not getting paid. Okay. But I'm going to read it. Okay. After I finish the housewives one. But okay. I'm not quite there yet. Oh, you're not. Well. People I, loved that interview last week, by the way. Dave is awesome. Loved it. You know what I realized? What? When I was speaking to him, he's, he sounds like Andy. Does he? The same inclinations in his voice. Really? Yeah. I'll have to. Okay. They I, probably I didn't pick talked up on, a lot. For the book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I said that maybe that we should co-author my book three. And then he's like, I'm not a ghostwriter. I said, I don't, I don't have a ghostwriter and I don't use a ghostwriter. And... Then we never talked about it again. But I don't care. I mean, I don't care. Do you I think- just I need someone to give me homework. Yeah. Because like I I need a little more structure. Because I'm I got a lot of shit I wrote. It's great. I believe it. It just is- you, you have it all. You just need it organized. Yes, you I need just it need like, organized. That's what Leslie Bruce did for me. She's like, okay, we need more on this, more on that. So she kind of was just structure. But then I said, you're my co-author, and I wanted to put her on the book with me. Yeah. And she loved that. But I wouldn't, yeah, no, I would never, I wouldn't use a ghostwriter. I don't need to. I'm smart. Yeah, you're smart. And and it'd be good to have him, to work on it with him. He's fun, it'd right? Be, yeah. No, I like, we good. could totally like talk shit about everyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, he would probably feel a little uncomfortable talking shit about No, he doesn't because we've talked about a lot of people. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he trusts me. I'm not going to say who we talked about, but like. Yeah, we talk shit. I like it. All right. I like that for you. Yeah, thanks. Um, all right. Well, Lindsay is perfect and she is. She's got her podcast. She's gonna rule the she's gonna rule the world. She really is. You know, yeah. That's why I'm saying you need let's like let's get you two together and work on a movie or a show together. Right. And let's get Callum out here. 
He's and so I don't know hot. who that is, but mm, he's yummy. He's, he's yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure he is. <laughs> if both of you liked him, <laughs> I can't. I just, like she dated Theo too. Well, that's hilarious. I thought for sure it was the. I mean, I have a lot of crossovers with people. You really do. It's yeah, not. Get... She's not the first one on the podcast that, you, <laughs> that we've had. On. <laughs> well, I guess guys have a type, right? Yeah. Do yeah. I think I do. You yeah. do for sure. You don't know. I do. I know you're a fiance. <laughs> <laughs> what that my type is they all my girlfriends in the past all have start with the letter m and that's oh weird. that's your type that makes no, no just, sense and my dad too all of his past all m's that's a psychological thing you're doing i purpose. didn't know you make that I kn- you you make that happen no that's not true you're like my work wife and i'm very much like your husband and Matt is very much like your husband and you're her wife that's your you're, that's your type you need a, a strong a strong chick strong Strong man Because you need to be the mangina. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Max is totally in charge. I already know that. <laughs> you think so? A hundred percent. Okay. Um, all, right. all right. Hi, Max. Can't wait to go to Mexico for your wedding. Woo! Woo! I'm not driving by myself. I'm scared. Carpool. Oh, my God. Did you hear that two people just got... I'm very high right now, guys. <laughs> I'm drinking psychedelic water. Um, and two people just got held up, mugged at Topanga Mall. And that's like a nice mall that I go to. Well, you should stop going there. Wait, why? What happened? Were they, were they, were they having, do they have fancy stuff in their hands or well, something? Well, I mean, Topanga Mall has Neiman's, it has Gucci, it has Got it. Louis Vuitton. I mean, it's like a very high-end store so situation. fancy bags and, and someone just... And then you're driving your Lamborghini. I don't know what they were driving, but like people have nice cars out here. So now I'm Jeez. a little happy that I have a Ford. Yeah. People but your Ford like, is really nice. I know, but I miss that being snobby in my Range Rover. Yeah. I miss it. You do? Yeah. Okay. Kristen then told me, she's like, oh my God, what was, what was I'm not going to say what she said. <laughs> oh, you're going to get her in trouble. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, like held up gunpoint. I don't like that at all. Me either. That's why I'm staying like in my house. At all. Is there a lot of fun things to do here? Yeah. I can go to play tennis. I can go to play yoga. I can go I like it. <laughs> to play basketball. Where's your closest bar? I can go bar? swimming. Where's your closest bar? <laughs> oh, it's right here. Is it? The one at, in your kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I found the, the best sliders in Calabasas are at the Six. If that's the name of a place? Yeah. The six. It's called the Six. And they have really good chicken and waffles. But I have lost five pounds since I've been here. That's just because you're moving and busy. I like it. And I want to go. I want to go outside. And my other place, I did not. I was afraid of the outside. Well, you have an actual, you have a really nice outside here. Like you, you just being outside. Oh, I feel. I just you got, feel it. I yeah. felt something. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Wait, moved. Did you see felt... my pig? There's a pig. It's, it's a money pig. No, it's, it's in the like Chinese pig, like culture. Yeah, you have like um, chi- it means you're gonna get money. A pig. Oh. It, yeah, it's like the Chinese uh, culture. The people that own the house are Chinese. Oh, so they. I think they live in China, but. Wow. It's just a rental property. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't own this house. Money I'm like pig. Lindsay. Yeah. Um, buying houses. That's she's because she's 30. got the vision board. I know. I got to stay positive. I'm going to put the chalkboard up there and then we're going to, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> oh my God. I'll bye. help you. We'll come. Oh, let's do a haiku. Do you, have, do you have a printer? I don't have internet yet. No, but when you have internet, will you have a printer? It's right there. Look it. Oh, good. So that's what we'll need. We'll print out pictures for your vision board. You know? Is that what you do? I thought yeah. you were supposed to write on it. No. Photos. Photos. Oh, because it's a vision board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, this psychedelic water is kicking in. Oh okay, let's God. do a haiku. I really needed 
do on the haiku. Okay. This is really not good. I have to I have to go to Kaiser, which I cannot do. I can't go to Kaiser. Why? I'm high. You need to go to Kaiser right now? I can't drive. Um okay. okay, so I'm not going to Kaiser today, but so I'm gonna do one line. You're gonna rhyme it. Oh gosh. Right? And then we're, that's going to be our haiku. So we're, okay. one line, one line, one line, one line. Does oh, that God. make sense? Yeah. I'm and really, I do I'm really not bad like the girl that she likes on Salt Lake City. And I didn't get to watch Meredith's Orange Eyeshadow because it didn't have internet on Sunday and I was moving. Yeah. I feel loopy and I don't know if I can do this, but let's try it. Okay. okay ready? Yep. I like... <laughs> I don't even know what he says. I'm ready. I like big boobs. <laughs> Why am I so bad? You're Do I, does it have to rhyme with boobs? No, but then I have to rhyme I with third to s- line. Okay, you could, you could say it. I want. <laughs> I like big boobs. Brandy, I can't do this. I'm, this pressure is so hard for me. Oh my God, Ryan. Okay. Right. I like big boobs. <laughs> um, okay, one more time. One more time. You have to do it right away, Ryan. Oh, God. You okay. don't even just say whatever comes to your okay, mind. Ready? Three words. Okay. I like big boobs. And I like your house. I like that because I'm like about. <laughs> okay, that's it. We did it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.